to another market update brought to you by the team from Mikado.com.au. We'll have the whole team talking today. We'll have Olivia talking about sheep, myself talking about grains, Matt talking about cattle, and Robert Herman talking about wool. Just jump straight into the grain market. Uh, last week it was the Aussie dollar, which was the talking point. It dropped like a lead balloon to 55 cents, and that was the lowest level since 2001. And that had helped local pricing uh, extremely well and, and helped it rise to uh, really drought levels, uh, for even for next year. Uh, Interestingly enough, the market's almost had an equally dramatic change in terms of the Aussie dollar rising, and it's risen back up to 60 cents, uh, close to 61 cents at the time of this recording. And by the time you read this, it's probably uh, listen to this, it's probably changed again. Uh, but whereas last week the wheat market had actually been falling down, this week the wheat market has risen. Largely, this is off the back of a lot of panic buying in the US and Europe for pasta etc which has increased the demand on on flour mills and also there's been a bit of concern about the potential for trade flows to be disrupted because of this coronavirus interesting enough it's 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 going to be an interesting one about whether this does actually cause any long-term logistical uh, blockages because the reality is that most countries are treating agriculture as an essential service so no one really knows, and it's just a case of putting a bit of risk premium in there. But what it's meant is that the the fall, uh, the rise in the Aussie dollar has really been offset by the by the rise in futures. So we still got pretty good pricing opportunities. Uh, my view is that it's probably time to lock something in if you're a farmer, whether it's a swap. Probably a swap would be the the most attractive one at the moment. Uh, but the reality is that it's a very changeable environment. The market could could quite feasibly rise massively from here if we if we see worst case scenarios, and and conversely, we could see things start to start to start to slide. It really is uh, a, an unpredictable environment uh, because we've got uh, unprecedented black swan events occurring on a regular basis. So I'm going to pass you off to Matt, and he's going to cover off on cattle. Thanks for that, Andrew. Get straight into cattle markets this week. We've seen an interesting week, actually. If you look over the last fortnight at cattle yardings, we've seen a big turnaround. We've watched cattle yardings increase by 70% over the last fortnight. So from going below the five-year average of about 70% below to now sitting around 40% above the five-year trend. And well outside um, the levels we would expect to see at this time of year. What's driving those numbers of cattle to the sale yard is uh, concerns around COVID-19. Looks like producers are happy to switch their cattle that they've got available into cash. Um, that's made the Eki drift down this week. Uh, midweek we saw the Eki just rest above 700 cents. I think it finished at 704 cents on Wednesday. Uh, the reason why I'm letting you know that it's Wednesday's numbers because MLA have announced this week that due to concerns around COVID-19 uh, they're going to be reducing or in, indeed they're removing the livestock market offices from the sale yard. They won't be able to collect as much of the information they normally published. Um, they will be putting out some prices, but it won't be a lot we're used to. So we've only been able to get the Eki up into the middle of the week. Uh, heavy steers were off about $0.08 cents to $3.29 cents a kilo live weight. Um, in good news, though, the medium cow, or the national medium cow, managed a bit of a small $0.04 cent lift to close at two fifty-three. Looking across to offshore markets, the 90CL has actually rallied uh, in the last uh, week or so. 
which is good to see. It did get down below 700 cents, but we've now seen it push back higher. Closing this week at 760 cents a kilo CIF. Uh, what's driving that 90CL up is a bit of concern in the US, not just for slowing down in the supply chain, but with this concern around COVID-19 there, we've, they've seen a run as well for red meat and beef at the supermarkets, and um, it's got packers and uh, processors there scrambling for, for product. Uh, so that's seen the 90CL um, get back up to a premium above the Eki, uh, of around 55 cents nearly. Uh, that's it for me. I'll pass across to Olivia with a bit more on sheep. Thanks for that, Matt. In lamb and sheep markets, uh, supply really ramped up last week. We don't have the supply data for this week yet, but looking at some of the major individual sale yards, we think that it would have been just as strong as we saw last week, um, well over 200,000 head. Uh, lamb yardings for the week at the end of 20th of March were at levels we usually don't see until December. And slaughter was also up. We're definitely seeing that panic selling going on, and understandably, I mean, a lot of sellers are worried about the future export demand and as well whether sale yards are going to be disrupted. David Littleproud did come out in a statement today saying that sale yards will continue to operate, so the supply chain should get some comfort in knowing that that marketing channel will remain open. Please have a look at the announcement if you haven't seen it already. There's some really important notices in there about restrictions on who can actually attend sales at the moment. Those the export land markets that are far more uncertain than the domestic ones at this point. Unfortunately, that's coming at a time when growers were happily piling weight onto heavy lambs, looking at prices um, above 900 cents and easily outstripping the cost of grain. Um, So heavy lamb producers have really hit the panic button this week and export processes have gone from hand-to-mouth supplies and being active in the sale yards to being booked up uh, for three weeks to a month ahead. So heavy lamb prices have pulled lower. The, The panic buying for domestic supermarkets was supporting domestic lamb prices last week. But with the flood of lambs to the market, we have also seen the Eastern States trade trade lamb indicator tank this week as well. So it was down to 853 cents per kilo carcass weight, which is by no means disastrous. Um, At these price levels, all categories are still historically strong, but sellers will be selling in fear. Prices will be heading further south. I'll hand over to Rob now for this week's update in wool. Thanks, Olivia. Well, following last week's drama at the wool market, this week it found support, and by and large, when everything is considered, it performed very well. The finer microns led the way, with buyers keen to purchase, and there was concerns outlined by AWEX and, and reported in their reports that there were concerns by buyers that in the future there could be a complete shutdown of the wool auction. So they were keen to grab some wool this week, and that meant that um, we had a higher clearance rate. Uh, the clearance rate improved, um, which meant that the, um, uh, the pass-in rate um, dropped to about 14.3%. But we need to also note that against the original roster of last week, 11% was actually withdrawn by growers prior to sale. So supply X farm is another factor that could also be impacted. So this week, the offering of around... 57 million kilograms came from around about 1.3 million sheep. So we know that there needs to be sheep shorn every week to keep the supply coming through. Any disruption to shearing teams as a means of perhaps preventing group contact 
This could see the supply interrupted and in a worst case scenario could even bring supply to a halt. So we saw that the market by and large performed well. It wasn't helped by the Aussie dollar. The Aussie dollar, as has been already reported, um, had a, quite a strong week and finished up uh, at 59 cents. The eastern market indicator in Australian cents uh, was 4 cents better to close at 14.42, but in US dollar terms it was up 53 cents, so it put a little bit more pressure on the buyers to settle at 8.54 cents. Now looking ahead to next week, again there's a large roster is listed for next week with 45,810 bales. Um, that's scheduled to sell on Tuesday and Wednesday in all centres. It should be noted that uh, Alex has already also added another sale just to try and get as much wool through while the system's still going. So when we were going to have a, a break at, over Easter, they've added an extra wool sale in there. Now there seems to be a level of buyer comp commitment at these readjusted prices and with these supply concerns going forward, you know, we'd be cautiously confident that the market should at least hold steady until next week. So that's it from the wool report. That's it from Mercado's wrap up on a Friday. Um, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, share it and uh, or or give it a like on your normal podcast delivery system. Um, we at Mercado are continuing to work uh, hard and and consistently, but very safely. And we hope you're doing the same. We hope that uh, everybody stays safe, has a good weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening.